0: Spring of Life Fellowship and its pastor Joaquin G. Molina invites you to listen to a message of restoration and strengthening for your life. Be a part of the vision, changing the world. Father we give you thanks this day we are in the house of the Lord. We give you thanks that we contemplate the beauty of your presence and of your kingdom in this house. We give you thanks for everyone that is a part of this world-changing community. We give you thanks Lord that your word makes us the head and not the tail. You make us champions when we obey your word and follow its instructions. Give us your spirit this day that we might be passionate about the things of God and that they might draw us close to God and that it would be our priority because this world is going to hell in a handbasket and we need world changers, people that go and love to church, love church and listen and receive and are believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and are baptized in water, and are filled with the Holy Spirit, and go make a difference being a light in this world. Give us your word today, Lord. Let your word be a lamp unto our feet. Let it be a light unto our path. We pray, O God, that this word would not return void. Bless your word, and fulfill its purpose in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Hallelujah. As we venture out to fulfill God's calling upon our life, I want to tell you that there's two spirits that are working very intensely in the world today. The one spirit is seen in Ephesians 2.2. This is the, the spirit that's upon the sons of disobedience. It says, You used to live a certain way when you followed the ways of this world according to the ruler of the kingdom of the air. This is the devil. You were living um, driven by lust. What Alejandro was just saying right now. When, when you're being selfish. When you're pursuing it's all about me. I, I was just talking to a man last week. And I said look 10 years ago we went into Nicaragua. And we built a home there. A missionary center. Eight rooms. Eight rooms. Uh, six for people, one for a kitchen, one for storage, four bathrooms in the Pacific coast. Nothing to do about us. We, didn't, we weren't thinking of, I'm going to build a pool, I'm going to go on vacation with my family. This was strictly led by the Spirit of God to serve the last community upon the earth we would ever serve. Uh, when we were looking for this place on the map, you can't find it on the map. And you're not going there to vacation. Why? Because there's bats in your room. There's scorpions in your windows. They're coming in at night. And so uh, we're building this for the kingdom of God. To reach the local community. They said, what brings you here? I said, I don't know what brings me here. It has to be God. It has to be God that led us to a place that's not on the map. That we weren't looking at sandals in Jamaica. That we weren't looking at some Disney Resort. This was the Spirit of God that falls on all flesh leading you to the will of God. And so here it is. There is another Spirit which takes us to live in a way according to this world. Uh, That Spirit makes you think on you. Me, myself and I. You would never go to Hikilio. You would never sleep with bats. You would never tread where scorpions are abundant. It's the, it's, a, it's the way of this world according to the ruler of the kingdom of the air. Who is that? That's the devil himself. He blows upon people to lead them to destruction. You don't want to catch that, that, that breeze. You don't want to catch that wind. You don't want to catch that wave. It's the spirit. That is that now working in those who are disobedient. I praise God for this day. This day, there'll be many sons of God walking in obedience to water baptism. Amen. They walked in obedience to the class about obedience in water baptism. This afternoon, in Kibas game... While everybody else is out there having a good time, there'll be a sector of people that are not walking according to the spirit of this age. A spirit of disobedience. They're walking under another spirit. And it says it there in, I think it's Act uh, Romans 8.14. These are the sons of God. Those as many as are led by the spirit of God. These are the sons of God. You have to ask yourself a question. Are you being blown by the spirit of this world that's selfish? That is the spirit that's upon the sons of disobedience? They could do everything. Listen, they could meet every schedule in their agenda, but they missed the schedule of God. It's not on their agenda. It's not on their calendar as a priority. It's not where they place their money, their time, and their talent. They are disconnected from the Spirit of God. As many as allow the Spirit of God to lead them. If He's leading, you're following. You're following. You're not leaving Him behind. You're not distant. You're not disconnected. And so what does the Spirit of God say in the last days? 1 Timothy 4.1, he says, the spirit says expressly in the last days, some will depart from the faith and they'll begin to listen to deceiving spirits and doctrines, teachings of demons. What's a a demon teach? Does anybody want to tell me? He teaches me, myself, and I. It's all about me. I'm a priority. I'll do what I want, when I want, where I want, with whom I want, as many times as I want. My friend, you're being led by a deceptive spirit. You're not going to be with those that are following the spirit of the Lord. And so what does the spirit of this world, these deceiving spirits, do you see that? I want you to capture that. The spirit with capital letter, it's not Superman, the spirit of God, capital S, says he's speaking in the latter days. Some will depart from faith and give heed to deceiving spirits. I want you to understand, there's all manner of spirits that influence men. There's the spirit of mammon, that you serve money and not God. Money is a priority. You wake up to go to work, you wouldn't miss a a work appointment. You wouldn't miss a, a minute of your work. You'll miss church though. You'll miss baptism. You'll miss baptism classes. You'll be missing baptism days of gathering. It says, these will teach you, these deceiving spirits will bring doctrines of demons. And, and that's what the, the devil teaches uh, it's all about me. Now watch this. When you're thinking it's all about you, this is what the expression of that is: Galatians 5:19. These are the works of the flesh, they're evident. What's mean that they're evident? You can see them. There's evidence of the works of the flesh. When you're not following the Spirit of God, let's go to verse 16 real quick, which is the verse that Alejandro was teaching on Friday night. Walk in the Spirit so you do not fulfill the desires of the flesh. A person that's filled with the Spirit of God will have the expression of the the Spirit of God. But verse 19 talks about those that don't walk in the Spirit. The works of the flesh are evident. What are they? Adultery. If you have the Spirit of God, you will not. You will not. You cannot. Well, that's about married people. Uh, Pastor, I'm not married. Fornication. Is a work of the flesh where the spirit is not. Um, unclean. I love how it goes in progression. This is where the devil leads you. There's nothing more disgusting than for you to sleep around with people that are not your wives. You could get uh, a myriad of infections, of, of disease, STDs, sexually transmitted diseases. Disgusting. Uh, lewdness see the spirit of God is a pure holy sanctified beautiful spirit it doesn't have any regret in it lewdness that the word lewdness is when you're sexually uh, no boundaries you have no respect for the sanctity of God the spirit of God is one that will lead you to marriage to respect to honor to prosperity it's a t- totally different spirit but the sons of disobedient are filled with these works of the flesh verse 20 it says idolatry lifting up things before god sorcery that's called rebellion these people live for rebellion i was at dayland mall and i'm walking and i said keep your eyes on the ground and i see a big sign absolute rebellion this is a new clothing line it's a new store People are not embarrassed anymore for now dressing rebellious. So I said, I got to take a picture of it. So I took a picture of it. And I said, Look how the fashions and the trends of our day, of the sons of disobedient that want to be identified and rebel, they want to be identified and dressed with the trends of rebellion. They want to look like the devil. They don't have the spirit of God. I was like, whoo, I, I, I don't like this. And then I turn around and I see a 60 year old man in a cosmetic booth, a transgender, transvestite with a wig, putting on lipstick. And I was like, ah! <laughs> he, was, he was a man with a wig, dressed like a woman. He was getting makeup. Uh, the, I was like, ah I said Yvette. She goes, Oh no, this is not good. I gotta take a picture of this. This is happening in Dayland, eleven o'clock in the morning. And I go, let me, could I please take a and he goes, please don't. Please don't. I said, but she's doing such a beautiful job. I gotta get a picture of this. Please don't. Please don't. I didn't want to harass the man. I said, sorry, sir. Because it's not sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry. It's sorry, sir. But we're living in that age. And we're living in the age where the church doesn't want to fill itself with the Spirit of God. So the devils are walking down our streets. They're in our schools. They're in our government. They want to tell us that it's normal. That we're wrong. The Spirit of the Lord will not allow that. Because here it is, sorcery is like the sin of witchcraft, rebellion. Witchcraft is as a sin of rebellion, the Bible says. So witchcraft, Harry Potters, our books are, our kids are going through the Harry Potter rebellious, rebellious, rebellious. Our parents are buying these books and the videos. You can repent after this. You can ask God for forgiveness. You'll be full of hatred. Our kids don't want to respect authority. They want to be continuous, jealous, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambition, dissensions, heresies. All the fruits of those that don't have the spirit of God. But what's it say in verse 22? But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, suffering. We, We all want the results, but we don't want the obedience. We all want the results. I want to have peace and joy. But baptism, no, no baptism, I'm too busy. No baptism class because that's just another hour I spend at church getting filled with the Spirit of God and the Spirit of His Word. And we we push away the Spirit of God. We want the fruit without the seed of obedience. My friend, you're deceiving yourself. You have no clue. You're playing church. You're playing religion. God did not give us that. He gave us His Spirit. With abundant measure. He who thirsty, come to me and drink waters of, that, that will come out of your life like a river. The Spirit of God. The Spirit of God that will bring fruits of love, joy, peace, long-suffering, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. We want these things, but we're divorced from the Spirit of God. We have lifted up a battle against the Spirit of God. Verse 24, oh no, 23, there it is. Gentleness, self-control, that that, that balance of the anger. Anger is for when things are wrong, but self-control allows you not to kill someone. See, I'm angry, but I don't sin. I'm upset about the fact that, that people would be walking without the Spirit of God, whom the Lord gave us so that we could walk in the power of God. So that we not walk in the flesh. John 14, 16. Jesus says, I will pray to the Father and he'll give you a helper. That will be with you wherever you go. I'm going to pray to God the Father, the omnipotent creator, to give you another helper. Because you need help. I say, somebody say, I need help. I need a lot of help. I want to be a champion. I want the Spirit of God to come on me. A helper. That he might be with you forever, not just your two hours at church, but your school. Things, things are going as a war zone at school. When you're in traffic, when you're in the business deals, when you're at, at work, that that spirit of God comes all over you. Verse 17, he says, and the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you, will be, will be in you, will come to reside in you as you become a temple of the Spirit of God. Verse 26, again talking about parakletos, the word helper in Greek, parakletos, the one that comes alongside and lifts you up, the one that comforts, that comes aside and lifts you up, the one that takes you on to the will of God, the one that empowers you to be a serious son of God. He will teach you all things, say with me, all things. If you had the Spirit of God upon you, you wouldn't need the pastor to be pulling your ears spanking you giving you correction threatening you you wouldn't need all these things you would be running at at the edge the cutting edge of the heartbeat of god that's what the holy spirit is it's the the cutting edge reminder of the things that are more excellent he will bring to your remembrance all things that i say to you every single word that jesus spoke the devil uh, the holy spirit will make a reality in your life Everything that Jesus spoke, the Holy Spirit will make it real to you. I, I can't stand uh, seeing people who, who study the Holy Spirit. Study the Holy Spirit? You're in no position to study the Holy Spirit. You, might, you better receive the Holy Spirit. You better not become a theologian of the Holy Spirit. But you might, but you might ask and, and cry out to the Spirit of God to fill you. So that every expression of your peace, your joy... Your wisdom, your truth, your prayers, your eternity, your priorities. That's the work of the Spirit of God. I'm not going to argue with anybody about the Spirit of God. I want to receive the Holy Spirit. I want to embody the character of Christ. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18 says, We will be transformed from glory to glory. We will be transformed as in a mirror of the glory of the Lord. We're being transformed into the same image of Christ from glory to glory. How? By the Spirit of the Lord. It's not religion that's going to change you. It's not spring of life that's going to help you. It's not the pastor's fire and passion that will help you. When you receive the Holy Spirit, my friend, turbo power into the purpose of God. Into the purpose of God. It won't make you a student of the Bible. It will make you a disciple of Jesus Christ. Amen. You will be filled with the character attributes of our Lord and Savior. It was the Spirit of God in Genesis 1.1. It was there at the very beginning. The very first, the very first verse of the Bible. That's why, that's why Wellington Boone, Bishop Wellington Boone says that the Holy Spirit is the most... Uh, neglected, mistreated, and and disconnected uh, uh, Godhead. People disrespect the Holy Spirit. People don't consider His work. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. This is the first verse in the Bible. Now, verse 2 says this. This beginning, the earth was without uh, form. It was formless, had no boundaries. It was empty. Darkness filled the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God was sent to that place. Where the Spirit of God is, there's liberty, there's freedom, the expression to serve God. From the beginning, God sent His Spirit to a place that had no form That was totally empty and totally dark. In that fellowship, what happens? Things begin to take form. Things begin to fill. And things begin to turn into light. Things begin to change. And at the end of that change, you'll find a paradise. A perfect dwelling place for God and man. The Garden of Eden was the result of the Spirit of God putting all things in order. Isaiah 61 verse 1 says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. And when it's upon me, I'll begin to proclaim good news. I won't begin to complain. I won't begin to argue, become contentious and debate. Isaiah 61.1. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because the Lord has anointed me. He's equipped me. He's filled me with something. So I have good things to say to those that need them. Yes. He, he, he sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Man, these people that get filled with the Holy Spirit to go argue. That's a spirit of contention. That's a, de- a doctrine of demons. That's not the Spirit of the Lord. The Spirit of the Lord is reconciling. It's joining the hearts of fathers and sons. Healing broken hearts. Proclaiming liberty to those that are selfish. Stop being selfish. That's the worst captivity there is. is selfishness. I do what I want, where I want, say what I want, feel what I want. You, my friend, are the disciple of Satan. But when you get the Spirit of God, you begin to proclaim liberty to the captives. Who's the first one getting set free? Say me. I don't have to argue no more. I don't have to complain. I don't have to sit there and be used adversely. I want to build, not tear down. He says, and the opening of prison to those who are bound. Pastor, I just can't, man. It's just, I'm first, man. I'm first. I me mean, first. My friend, get the spirit of God on you the Spirit of God. When that happens, verse 4 says like this. It says, you will become one who rebuilds ruins. You shall raise up where there's desolation. You shall repair ruined city. You shall fix what has been broken in families for a thousand years. You'll be the inspiration for unity, for peace, for the proclamation of the kingdom. I love this verse. To be able to be filled with the spirit of God makes you a different person in this world. It makes you uh, uh, walk in a spirit of excellence. A spirit of manifestation. You don't even have to preach and people know something's on you. That's why he told them in Acts chapter 1 verse 4. Do me a favor. Go nowhere representing my name until you receive the power of the Holy Spirit from on high. Don't you dare give one of my, my cards out. If the expression of your attitudes and words and comport is not full of love. If you can't do that, you're not part of my disciples. You will know them by their fruit. They love one another. He says, be assembled together. He, when being assembled together with them, he commanded them, never leave Jerusalem and, and wait for the promise which he said, you have heard from me. Wait there. Don't move a muscle. If you wait there, verse 5. John truly baptized with water, but if you wait there, you'll be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together, verse 6, they asked him, Lord, what is the time that you'll restore your kingdom? And he says, hey, quit asking questions. It's not for you to know, verse 8. This is not for you to ask questions. Verse 7, I'm sorry. He said to them, it's not for you to know the times and the seasons. Which your father has put in his own authority. This is the realm of God. You leave the things that belong to God in God's realm. And you get under the place, verse 8. Where you will receive power. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit is in your life. When it comes upon you. Then you're going to represent me. You'll be my witnesses. You won't be walking according to self. And then people will know that you are mine in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, Miami, and Doral. All over the world. People are going to know that you are mine when you receive the Holy Spirit. Not to be studied, to be received. Powerful. Romans 8, 15. At that point, when you receive the Spirit of God, you'll no longer be under a spirit Of captivity. Of bondage. For you did not receive the spirit of captivity to selfishness again because of fear. But you received another spirit that causes you to cry out. Dad! Father! I want to please God above all things. That's evidence of the Holy Spirit. That's evidence of the power of God. The Holy Spirit will be speaking into your life. Acts 13.2. If you listen to the Spirit of God, He'll speak words to you. It says like this. Acts 13.2. They were praising God and fasted. And the Holy Spirit said. When's the last time you heard the Holy Spirit say, Separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work which I've called them to do. Tell you what. There is no way this church would exist without the Spirit of God having spoken in this place. Amen. The vision in this house is a vision of the Lord. Joel 2.28. It says, on the last days, I will pour out my spirit and you say with me, on all flesh. All flesh. That includes you, my friend. Turn to your neighbor and says, hey, that's you too, mama. That's you, too. That's, too, that's you also, daddy. That's you, my son. Pinch him if he doesn't believe you. Just go ahead and pinch him. If he has flesh, he says, it shall come to pass. I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. So that your sons and your daughters will prophesy. And your old men shall dream dreams. And your young men shall see visions. The spirit of God is upon you. You'll birth things that the kingdom of God... His purpose. You're not going to have any worldly ideas. I had a friend of mine. He says, Joaquin, I have a great idea. Miami is the universal gateway to the Americas. We're going to do a a cigar convention. We're going to invite Bacardi. We're going to invite every grower. We're going to invite every grow house, every retail, every cigar lover, magazine. I said, It's a great idea for Miami but it comes straight from the pit of hell why are we not inspired to do things for God because we don't have the Spirit of the Lord upon us we have wonderful ideas to serve ourselves and to make money and zero ideas to glorify the kingdom of God to let people know what a world changer is to tell sons to be obedient and honor their parents we need the Spirit of God to fall afresh. We need the Spirit of God to come once again and give us the power of heaven. To be able to cry out and connect to dad. Dad! Romans 8, 16. You know how, what makes you cry out to God as Abba Father? When the Spirit of God reminds you you're not a son of the devil. He says the Spirit himself will bear witness. He'll take the stand and says, I, Declare this man to be a son of God. This woman to be a, a woman of God. A daughter of the Most High. She's not daughter of the Gonzales and Garcia and Rodriguez. She's a daughter of the Most High God. She walks as a princess upon the earth. She has dignity, honor, and respect. She loves the house of God more than anything. She loves the Word of God. It's in her mouth. It's her delight. She will be called great at the city gates when, she, when people see her husband. And they'll see her sons and daughters. They'll say, she is to be praised. She is to be lifted up. Not Jennifer Lopez. Not Britney Spears. Not Madonna. We need women filled with the Spirit of God. That will raise up children. That will be leaders in their generation. And the Spirit himself, say himself, doesn't need anyone else. Will point us out as a witness saying to our spirit. We are the children of God. Amen. Listen, you need that. When the devil comes and says you're gay, you better have the spirit of God that's saying you, you're you a man of God. Amen. When the spirit of rebellion comes and says you're a rebel without a cause, you go buy yourself a Harley. You're going you to rebuke him in the spirit of God. says, I'm a son of God. I don't wear clowns clothes. I don't wear garments of rebels. I'm not going to do that. I got an excellent spirit on me. Can't touch this. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Proverbs one twenty three. Surely, if you turn at this call of God. He'll pour out His Spirit upon you. Some of you guys don't know the Word of God. You know why? Because you don't have the Spirit of God on you. Every time you open the Word of God and that Spirit begins to translate what's on there, you're not going to become a thief, an idolater. You're not going to become a selfish person. Turn at my rebuke. Surely I'll pour out my Spirit upon you and when that Spirit is upon you, I will make you to know my words. If you open up the Bible and it looks like Chinese, ask the Spirit of God to come upon you. Ask the Spirit of God to unravel the mysteries of God. Ask the Spirit of God to to reveal these things to you. He will give you a perspective. 1 Thessalonians 4, 7, it says like this. He says, you will no longer be perverted when you get married. You go to marriage as a virgin. You'll be holy. You'll be sanctified. You'll be separated. You'll be a prince. For God did not call us to uncleanness, but in holiness. Verse 8 says, it's the Spirit of God that will help you not be a, a total numbskull. He who rejects this does not reject Joaquin Molina, but God, who has also given us his Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God will not allow you to be a clown and a puppet and be unclean in your sexual. This is what this paragraph is talking about. It's talking about sexual purity. It's talking about marriage. It's talking about that importance. It's talking about walking into your marriage bed in a, man- in a manner that honors your wife, not being sleeping around with everybody. I love the gospel. I love the spirit of God. I love what the Lord tells us in 1 Thessalonians 1.5. That the Holy Spirit doesn't come with a lot of blabblings and studies and stuff. It's a power to give you a conviction in your character. Our gospel did not come to you in word only. But also in power. In the Holy Spirit. As you know what kind of men we are among you. It will come and give you character convictions. That no man could put in your spirit but the spirit of God. I love what it says about speaking the right words. In Luke 21, 14, it says, So make up your minds. You don't have to think about what you're going to say to defend yourselves. Therefore, settle in your hearts not to meditate before how you will answer. What is the utterance of the mouth when you're filled with the Spirit of God? Verse 15. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries adversaries will not be able to contradict or resist. How does that happen? It says it there in Luke 12, 12. For the Holy Spirit shall teach you in the very same hour what you ought to say. Before you go to a meeting, before you talk to your wife, before you talk to your kids, talk to the Holy Spirit. Tell them, give me wisdom of words. Let, let not no evil utterance. You're a loser. You're no good. You're a failure. Victimizing. Bringing self-pity to our children as a manner of... Through which they might obey. Ask God to give you excellent words of speech through His Spirit. The Holy Spirit will teach you what you ought to say in that very hour. Powerful provision of God this morning. Let's stand, please. Hallelujah. Some of you says, Pastor, I just don't have that passion. Well, the Bible says in Romans 5.5 5, that the Holy Spirit is the connector to the passion of God. Hope will not disappoint you because this passion, this love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who He's given us. The Holy Spirit has a ministry to fill you up with so much love you could love the unlovable. You could embrace your in-laws. No offense to mine. I have great in-laws. But you can embrace the world's worst. You can love the enemies. You will have a word of compassion. You will be a witness that you're a son of God. You don't have to come against evil with evil. It says fight evil with good, that they might know that you're a son of the most high God. You can't do that without the Holy Spirit. There's so much arguing going on, and that's just evidence that there is no Holy Spirit on either party. There is no Holy Spirit, because the Spirit of God is a spirit of wisdom. Isaiah chapter 11 verse 2 says, he will be known as one who has the Spirit of God upon him. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. It's a spirit of wisdom. It gives understanding. It's a spirit of counsel and power. It's the spirit of knowledge. It's the spirit of the fear of the Lord. It's an excellent spirit, my friend. When that is on you, no one can touch you. No one can mess with you. All your adversaries have to surrender. The power of the Holy Spirit is much more than theology and doctrine. It's the third head of the Godhead of the Trinity. He's God. He's immortal. There's no beginning and no end to him. It's not no energy. It's the intensity of God's presence. It's what God left us here upon the earth so that we would not be like orphans. You can tell an orphan. He doesn't know where he's going. He has no identity and no legacy. Well, the Holy Spirit wants to bring you in and make you a son. He wants to give you the power of obedience. He wants to give you humility. Father, thank you for this day that you have made. Thank you that we need your Holy Spirit and you have sent perfect provision so that we can live in the excellence of God. Thank you for this world-changing Holy Spirit that transforms the lives, the families, the ministries, the marriages, transform, transforms our sexual appetite and need and desire for intimacy. For he makes all things new. He gives us love, self restraint to be able to say no to things that are out of order and not according to the pleasure of our Father in heaven. Thank you that, Holy, that Jesus came in the power of the Holy Spirit and was able to confound the wise. He didn't leave us with religion and theology. He didn't leave us with rhetoric and ritual. He didn't leave us with ceremony. He left us with the presence that brings us to a world-changing faith. He brings us to reality. He reveals all things. He teaches all things. He convicts us of unrighteousness. He affirms righteousness in our hearts. He's with us night and day, day and night, all the days of our life. He will never leave us nor forsake us until the work is done, until we're transformed. I want to read Romans 8, 26. Because when we fail, and we all do, and when we do not reach the standard of God's excellence, and we all do, He says, likewise, the Spirit helps in our weakness. For we do not know how we should pray as we ought, but the Spirit himself will teach you the things to say with expressions which cannot be uttered by the intellect. Paul says when you pray in the Spirit, it's not the intellect that's working. It's something that's coming through your body as the Holy Spirit, verse 27, says like this. He helps us in our weakness. He searches the hearts and knows the mind of the Spirit because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Verse 28. We know that all things are working out for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Verse 29. So that we who, are, we he, who he foreknew are also predestined that the work of the Spirit of God that's helping us in our weakness will conform us to the image of His Son, that we might partake as firstborn amongst many brethren. Let the Holy Spirit work in your life. Father, I give you thanks this day. I pray that your Spirit finishes the good work that it has begun. I pray that we have unyielding hearts open to the ministry of the Spirit of God, that all things be subjective, subjected to His Lordship, that He lead us, that we obey, that we follow, that we're able to live this life and manifest the works of those that live by the Spirit of God with all humility, peace, love, patience, kindness, meekness, self-control, goodness. We give you thanks for this day that you have made. And as a manifestation of our acceptance of your word and the ministry of your Spirit, Spring of life and all that are here say, Amen. Amen Amen and amen.